sit back, relax, and let's start the motherfucking beat! He was just in some magazine about it. Like they, they got a cool picture of him. He's a he's a he's a hot dude. <laughs> so it was like a good pick, I think. I think they were happy with it that he was behind the uh, taps that day. Yeah, he's like six feet tall. I wonder if maybe I saw him when we were there. Maybe he's like six two. He's like a little. Kind of, he's like a cute baby face, but like a bodybuilder kind of dude. And he's like, uh, I, you know, I don't know. I would be looking. Actually, you know what? When we went, it <laughs> I was a, him. It was a lady that served us. So oh yeah. I don't think it was your brother. He's probably had sex with her <laughs> that's shout outs to <laughs> i'm not brother gonna, yeah yeah my anonymous brother who yeah. i won't ruin his job now yeah he has sex nobody knows what we're talking about i didn't start Does recording it, oh, this okay yet. cool yeah cool my brother has mad sex what up chris cj christopher novak shout outs shout to my outs brother's to sex, sex drive yep. yeah i'm real proud <laughs> He's got to be like way up on numbers with me. He's got to be like Wilt Chamberlain. I'm I'm like high school numbers still. Yeah, I don't. I I was never one of those people that was into counting. Yeah, that sort of thing. Well, you kind of stop. You stop yeah. counting. You're like, all right, fifty times. I don't need to count anymore. Yeah, that's yeah. good forever. When you're Definitely, like I guess. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> I might have to actually like think about. I don't know. I don't. But then like you start thinking about all these like fucked up. Yeah, all the parts worst of your ones. life that are just like. I always like once in a while I'll do the review and I'm like, yeah, I did all right. I'm good. I don't know why, why am I so insecure. I did good. <laughs> Doing a good job. Oh, so uh, nobody knows who we're talking to yet. So <laughs> that's fine. This is how it goes now. Yes. I'm going to do the intro real quick and then Sweet. we'll go in from there. All right. So hello and welcome to Start the Beat with Sykes. I am Sykes and this is my podcast. Woo! Just want to take a quick moment to thank everyone who checked out last week's episode with my friend Jesse Turnbull from the band Nefel or mm. Nephali or Nefali. We we're just mm. I was making fun of him because his band name is spelled <laughs> real weird and like you know every way to search it. Yeah, possible Nefel. If you're one of the people who listened to that conversation, I hope you enjoyed it and thanks so much for coming back. But <laughs> for those of you out there who are new to the show, welcome. Please feel free to make yourselves at home. And as always, there's beer and soda in the fridge. Today, just soda, and there's no <laughs> fridge. We're sitting outside yes. of the Kit Town Gang headquarters in the north side of Pittsburgh, We're and I'm a, here. A patch of rough grass. And, yeah, I'm sitting in the mud. Technology. Of, no, it rained a few days ago, but it's pretty dry. I might have a worm crawling on me. I got a chair this for my guests. This is the future right here. <laughs> Technology and nature as one. <laughs> yeah, we're podcasting battery powered. Pod camping. Yeah. And my guest today is the homie, Ray Strife. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Who is in town on tour. Yep. And, uh, you know, I wanted to take the opportunity to sit down and talk with him. It's a beautiful filth tour. <laughs> you, Ray was just recently on Cody's podcast, The mm, Throwaway Days. The Throwaway Days. Which I listened to, and it was a really great episode. Oh, thanks. So man. I want to have a, if you haven't listened to that episode, I kind of want to pause this go check that out because i don't want to talk about any of that stuff <laughs> yeah, we don't yeah, need to skip that we don't gotta not that it was a bad convo it's just we, no it's yeah. there and it We're, exists we already did that so i'm gonna i want to try to make this conversation a part two of all that. right the follow-up so i would say go listen to that one and then come back and check 
this this one out there it to is. get the the follow up. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. If, how's it going? Yeah. Yeah, let's head on up. Yep, you got it. We're not. Yeah. <laughs> we're, not we're sitting the outside of the track meet. Ray Strife's going to be the one of the guest performers here tonight on the beautiful filth tour. Which people you said. think we're working the door with people two do microphones. Think we're, yeah, because we're sitting here right by where people have to walk in. But whatever, we're in kind of the hood. We're in the the up and we're in, in the X hood. This is yeah. one of those areas. You're the second person to say up and coming over here. Yeah. Because pe- people don't want to use the word like gentrify. Yeah. It's not quite True. that though, because there's no business district. <laughs> I was in uh, <laughs> Allentown, is where we're staying. Okay, yeah. And did then, you go up to uh, Black Forge? No, I didn't. Is that the same area? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, I, I kind of noticed some of it. And then we went to the movies and it was like, oh, this is up and coming. Okay. There's a giant cheesecake factory yeah, in yeah, the yeah. middle of town. It's like the mayor's house. Yeah, well, that <laughs> cheesecake factory's been there for like almost 10 years. Really? So. It's enormous. Yeah. Uh, the movie theater was dope though. Yeah. Southside. You saw Spider-Man, right? Yep. Yes. Spider-Man, my hero. You got it. I'm just like looking at the tattoo. Like, did yep. you get that tattoo today? Yeah. Did you yeah, get it right. after you saw the movie? During the movie. Like, no matter did how bad. Did you know there's a Spider-Man movie that just came out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It was great. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, Guard- I, I've, I've heard nothing but good things. Mm. I'll, I'll check it out eventually. Tom Holland. Shout out to Tom Holland if he's listening. <laughs> he did a great job. I will tweet this to him and <laughs> make sure he gets Please. to hear it. Yeah, him and Michael Michael Keaton, man. That dude doesn't look a day over 40, man. He's like 60. Killed yeah. it. Killed it as the vulture. That's wild, you know. It's I think it's just as you get older, you know, you got to start taking care of yourself and mm-hmm. paying attention to what goes into your body and also pay attention to what's coming out of it because mm. it's not coming out right. Then you might have to do some research. I think when you're a kid too, you don't realize that like Beetlejuice was in great shape. <laughs> like he was always like he wasn't just like some fat, you know, like he wasn't like losing it. He was like jogging every day before jogging was like a mainstream thing. Yeah, he's like a, a star. Yeah, like still. So you know, he had a good start. He had a head start in the the race to stay good looking at sixty. Oh, totally. And Plus, if, he's got loot. Yeah, if you got money and you got nothing else better to do, sometimes you just get bored enough to exercise. Yeah, I mean, what you know, else are you I, gonna I, do? I noticed like your your Fitbit looking thing. Oh, yeah, that's and, like, exactly what that is. <laughs> kind of yep. getting into a honestly a continuation of the episode with Cody. Yeah, about you know just kind of starting to take better care of yourself, which I guess is kind of the the overarching concept of yes. that episode. Yes, like history plus you know just yeah not the ne- being next dead. steps in life. Yeah, <laughs> not, not being, being dead. dead yet was the <laughs> that's the main. So theme. like you know uh, how is this new healthy life been on well i guess healthy in quotes i don't know how healthy you really are outside yeah. of just being sober and there's a lot more to health yeah I'm but not, i mean the fit bitch is promising it's mostly for <laughs> bragging i saw other people <laughs> like posting their day and i was like i bet my normal day is harder than their like exercise <laughs> day so i was pumped to get one and it i was right i, I, <laughs> I just haven't i have awesome days and it, it, it picks up my shows sometimes like if i get real live and that's cool I just see like how much like fat i burn during 20 minute sets yeah i should uh, get, i'm actually now I'm, i was never curious about one until that dude it's so much more than just like your steps it's so rad like it is total all day i'm like oh shit look what i did <laughs> like everyone's so sick of me <laughs> but what uh what was i gonna say what was what's being on tour been like because i know that whoop i knocked the, the h6 off the thing are we still recording we are we're all good. right i know that tour can be just not a healthy environment not all not just because of like you know drinking drug yeah. shit but just in general i mean like rest stops shitty it's, food that's all, all that is. shit yeah it's a lot of rest stops a lot of fast food uh that's the one thing How I, you haven't, holding up? I haven't fully 
conquered that because like I've been so active that like I'm always like whatever I need 5,000 calories today so I'll just eat anything but I definitely feel it like I'll eat ta- like a fuck ton of Taco Bell and I'll be like yeah I'm a piece of trash I don't feel like an what's athlete your, uh, what's your go to Taco Bell item? oh Taco Bell I ball out I ball out at Taco Bell I'm not like a dollar <laughs> menu guy people are like how do you use this five bucks a meal and I'm like nah dog like 20 bucks that's how much I spend I get like the my favorites the cheesy gordita crunch oh yeah and I get the chicken that's 85 cents up right there and then I'm straight chicken quesadilla side of sour cream all the frills you know and then whatever whatever I get after that some kind of chalupa I like my shit fried I, you know so. I remember a dude I used to live with was uh, he was like he used to be out of shape then he got into shape and like he's really diligent about mm. the shit he eats right so the one night we had to go to Taco Bell there was nowhere else to eat he hadn't eaten and he was so fucking pissed that we were going to Taco yeah, Bell right? so I'm over here like look you know you don't gotta get like something gross you, can, yeah. you know there's this and that get a seven layer burrito they got the fresco fresco yeah. menu motherfucker orders like an extra steak double xl grilled stuff burrito well, that's why he's mad that you're yeah. there because he's gonna get something yeah that and he's he really like well if, if i'm here i'm just gonna fucking yep. do it and i'm and like that's, oh, that's, it. that's not really the way to go about things and that's the downward spiral like yeah. that's where I, like i didn't when i first started touring a long time ago like i wouldn't even eat fast food i'd be like fuck it i'll wait i'll eat one meal today i'll go stop and get a wrap somewhere or something and then the first time i'm like damn man i could smell that cheesy gordita crunch then it's like a five-year downward spiral for like every uh-huh. other day i'm getting taco bell but like you know as long as i'm riding the bike i don't really care what i eat but yeah. i should i should i i've been i've been doing a lot of like granola bars and fruit salads on this tour but i also been eating the fucking diner food and yeah. uh ain't and nothing wrong fast with that. food i don't know like i bartend at home too so my schedule's out of whack for a while i had a real good run for a while but now i'm like on the 2 a.m diner crowd yeah so like carried that right over into this too so it's not that far off but as long as i'm getting a lot of protein and it's not that bad that was another thing too that i don't think you touched up on i don't think cody asked you about this but do you think it was easier for you to kind of transition into this sober life while still working in a bar? Yeah, yeah. For you me, think it, it was been harder if you weren't. For like, me, it was because like I didn't really start working the bar till I was like on my last legs anyway. Yeah, and I would leave all trashed. I'd be like, I'll have two shots with these guys, you know. And then while I was closing, I'd have like ten more shots by myself and like ride my bike home all fucked up. <laughs> and like you know, and there's always people like, hey man, you're pretty cool you want some drugs? And I'm like, fuck yeah, I want some drugs, you know? So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it was like, I was already like waking up every day. Like this has to end. And then I started working at the bar and I was like, man, this is just like, it's so easy at home. It's so easy at the bar. But honestly, the day I woke up and like made the choice, the bar made it easy to stay sober because like you really just see people yeah, turn that's into what morons. Like, yeah. to, like the first couple hours on like a really good show I bartend, there'll be people like, just uh you know they're they got that glow like they're having the best time ever and i'm jealous and then two hours later they all <laughs> turn to dipshits at the exact same moment it's yeah. like watching a cult it's like ridiculous <laughs> it's like every it's like one person yeah. yells something stupid or does something stupid and they all like it's like they i don't know if they consciously notice but they're like woo me too yeah and it's everybody's an idiot at the exact same yeah. moment in a crowded room i know and I'm, I'm like i don't miss that yeah i know that because i mean i was i was sober until i was 25 yeah um i was never edge or Mm -hmm. anything like that it was just more like 
you know, sob story, parent type shit. Yeah. Like, legit, you know, and like, I just never really had a reason to get into it. And then, you know, I got into nerdy beer shit. I still never yeah. got into like liquor or drugs. Like I've never even smoked weed in my life. Yeah. And a lot of people were like, the fuck it's like yeah i'm almost 32 i've never i've never even smoked a cigarette like yeah yeah it's just it was never my thing i was you know? similar to that too like i was kind of a late bloomer on it and then but like i just overdo everything like if i do anything i go like balls to the wall with it and like this after a couple of times just drinking i was like i could do this like every day i can handle yeah, this and still yeah. do all my shit and then oh definitely a fucking you know a couple a cool year turned into a oh, fucking hard decade yeah I, I definitely had some nights whenever i was like first getting into it thinking like oh this ain't that big of a deal and then yeah. like waking up covered in vomit like oh let's not do that <laughs> yeah, again yeah yeah like fucking fuck. mac and cheese coming out my nostrils <laughs> crying dude it's... cry vomiting waking up <laughs> that not... happened to me in in long island once and i was like that's how my grandfather died too vomit from someone took him home from the bar and oh, put shit. him on his back instead of his belly and it's crazy man i was like five so i didn't really realize it until i get older and then like almost having it happen to me and <laughs> be like oh yeah you can just fucking die that way if you're blackout drunk and you and you throw up on yourself but like that wasn't that never like stopped me from doing it yeah it's <laughs> <laughs> like whoa what a time to wake up and like three days later i was fucked up again yeah i also think that you know i lucked out personally just because the environments that i was in growing up i was just friends with a bunch of dorks like yeah. nobody did nothing you know so it was just i don't know i don't know if i would have been different if i would have been around it yeah. in those like formidable years what's weird too is like i grew up I just ended up, I was like a nerd and I ended up being friends with a lot of like real bad kids. And then like, I was like the nerdy one and they were doing like dope and shit when they were like 12 <laughs> and they were like fucking Fuck. girls and shit. And like, I didn't even know how yet. I didn't even know like <laughs> what that was. And like, I, it kind of, it kept me like being the good one still, even though like all my friends were shitty and I'd get into trouble with them. I'd be like, I don't want to do that. I'm not doing, look at them, these clowns giving in, you yeah. know? And I thought I was like real strong, but eventually <laughs> it got me when I had better friends than those guys. So uh -huh. yeah. Yeah. Well, a lot of people, it's weird how you lose that. It's like, I was just like, kind of like a, a nerdy late bloomer. And then like, it just flies by. And it's been a decade of me partying and being captain social, you know? Yeah. So it's it, like it's like people wouldn't even believe, you know, friends I've made in the last like five years wouldn't even believe that that's who I was before this. Just like skateboarding, reading comics, completely sober. <laughs> like, <laughs> no one would believe that that was me. Yeah, it's funny. There's still a few people that are in my life that remember me from when I didn't drink. Yeah. And like you run into him every once in a while and it's like they're like it's it's kind of weird that you drink and yeah I'm like you're still you're still hung up on this yeah yeah like what? give me a fucking break it's yeah been, get back <laughs> up that delorean there yeah but that you know that's i think uh this is actually a really good segue into talking about rapping and chicks you've been doing this for a while yeah um yeah. i think that you know first impressions last so a lot of people will always remember you as how you were when yeah. they first met you. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like I've reached this point. I kind of started thinking about it a couple years ago, and now I'm like pretty confirmed on this, that you know, since I've been rapping as Sykes for 10 years, yeah, I think it's like a problem now because so many people have seen me that one or two times. Yeah. And even though like my art or I've evolved so much and it's changed so much, it's like I'm still the same person. Yeah. And like, you know, so even as like a human or an artist, even if you change, it's so hard to like 
get the attention back of those people that met you when you were like at your worst or yeah. at your nerdiest or your lamest, you know? Yeah. I feel like I got reverse karma on that because like I've met a lot of shitty people and I've met a lot of good people where I was shitty and I'll give, I give everybody like a second chance. Like I'll book yeah. rappers the second time, even if they were like, went like lame to me the first time. So I feel like I got a little return on that. Where like, <laughs> I have like a lot of good friends who like hated me the first time they met me. Like, uh, Nick from uh, GTG Records, he's in like the Plurals and City Mouse, like a lot of cool, like more like pop punk bands. Okay, and he, yeah. Uh, the first time I was out there, I like knocked some dude out at a gas station. And then like when I got back to their house, I tried to fight him. I like don't remember any of it. Like I don't remember why. Like he thought like we we're all laughing at like the story from earlier. And I was like, you fucking laughing at me and like tried to fight him <laughs> in his own house. And like, and like he just kept, that wasn't not even just like a, a single thing like i went back to his house a bunch of times in michigan and fucked up again <laughs> like just we just party and keeping them up or fucking their house up yeah and like they just kept having me back and uh now that i'm like we're, we're good friends he's always like he's kind of acts like an asshole in trenton but he doesn't come close and he's like i still owe you like 15 get out of jail free cards and i'm like you haven't even cracked one yet you're just kind of mean to me you don't even like puke in my house or anything yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad that people give me I think it's like I have a, got a lot of good like word of mouth where like if someone's like fuck him people are like oh man nah Ray's cool yeah like, I'm, that I've was never a bad had, night I've never had a bad experience with you but too I've never like uh, I've actually never really hung out with you post show yeah yeah it's, uh, always, it's always during at, at the gig you yep. know I've never like you've never stayed at my place or yeah. I've never stayed you know so yeah. I, I guess I haven't seen what potentially might have been some of the worst of it. Yeah, know. I'm a good friend and I'm pretty respectful, but <laughs> I definitely like I'm always looking for shit like at 2 a.m. I'm like, I'm fucking trying to get into trouble, you know, so like I've definitely like been respectful to people's homes, but I do guess you still do you still feel that need to get into trouble now a little bit? Not not much because like there's no like uh, beer muscles. There's no like I don't feel as invincible at yeah. like 2.30 in the morning as I did it's, like and also like it drives like your basics like when you're drunk or like on like uppers and shit like it drives like your basic selfish needs so like you don't all that other shit secondary all the insecurities about it so you're like women fight well, I don't let's find this let's find drugs let's just walk around <laughs> in the middle of the street all night I with my chest out I don't care like yeah. you just you're like a caveman to a certain point where like you're just like yeah bare bare bones you know like you want to be that, that the guy you never had balls to be when you're like 17 or whatever it's yeah, like even when I'm like at my I guess like I've just never been like a really abrasive or over the yeah. top person even if i'm drunk i just get like tired i'm just like yeah, yeah. i just want to find some grub and then like wake up early and i think that's work what, on some shit like to a certain <laughs> point like beers you know it's depressing but then like i guess it's like my body chemistry it's like after a certain amount of them oh, i could be tired at first and like the sixth one and i'm like yeah yeah here I, we go I think it's I, I think for that it's really a, i think a lot of my environment yeah. It depends on who I'm around. I get all jacked up, man. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Whatever. Like, people are like, I've got a, bad, a million bad ideas. I'm like, let's go down the list. Yeah. What are, which one's first? The push up contest? Yeah. On the highway? Yeah. What are, yeah. Like, I'm just an asshole. I'll drive your mom's car. Where, where are we going? Where are we getting drugs? I'm sober. <laughs> I'm just an asshole. I don't know. I never, I guess, and it's like the bad, I was talking to somebody else about this. It's like that bad kid theory. It's like when you, if you're bad in school and you keep being bad, 
They're like, eh, it's just Ray. Oh, look, you got an A. Good for him. Good. Nah, don't give him a detention. But if you're a good kid and you you try to like while out, you eat shit. The whole world collapses. Yeah. So it's just it's almost like smarter to just keep being a piece of shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> I've definitely thought of that before. Just like being the person that's always like dad at shows, just trying to get shit together and pull things together. Yeah. You know, I see people who I feel just. Or just skating by. Just yeah, because they don't asshole. have to. It's like when they, if like, if your job sends you to pick something up, even if you could do it right, just fuck it up because then they'll never send you to do yeah. <laughs> special favors again. So yeah. it's like, yeah, as soon as you're like slightly in charge, yeah, anywhere, that's, that's in how a show I am. At my, yeah, I, I, it worked because I have that stupid sort of like, oh, I could fucking do that. Like, yeah. I want to be you know, top shit. And now it's just like, everybody asks me and then you always for have things, to be, and now everybody's that. coming to me for shit. Yeah, it's like, oh, like. Fucking Brian can do that thing. Just get him to do it all the time. There's on nothing, top of the other fucking things. Nothing I like less than like people relying on me for shit they could like easily do on their own. Raps like that, tours like that. Uh, Head trips. One of the dudes I'm on tour with. He's like captain in charge. You could tell he's like he's pumped. He gets everywhere and he's like working on the sound just like you were earlier. Like he's every venue we go to. But I also think he's got like controlled issues, which I was kind of trying to joke with him about earlier. I think that's part of it too. But hey, and that's why he's like kind of in charge well, of like the Karma Kids thing. Well, that's the thing, dude. Like if you're in fucking charge of something, you're putting all this together. Yeah. You want it to be worth it. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? There's only so much you can control. You can't control how many people come out to the show. Yeah. You can't control the space that you're in but if you have the opportunity to like make it at least sound good and like you can so you can like perform good and be confident about your yeah. set then put like 110 that'll help. in you yeah, know if that'll help if you're working hard everyone around you'll see that which is a good thing but like a lot of the dudes i liked when i started like rapping instead of just doing like bands were super like slacker nonchalant oh yeah, yeah, yeah. drug dudes or whatever and they'd show up like hours late but everyone still wanted to see him rap so they look cool so like i still ended up booking shows all the time being in charge of them but i tried to have like like a lack you know like just like a cool lack of interest in it while still like secretly freaking out in my head trying to like put that image on yeah i just i try to always remind myself that no matter what it is nobody cares as much as me yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good man. it doesn't matter that was my motto my <laughs> motto my whole life was like if i don't care then nothing matters so it's yeah. like the opposite i was like if i just stop caring about this i don't have to stress about it anymore so i'll yeah. just stop giving a fuck and i'll just show up it's like everybody has their own shit going on yeah, too you know what i mean hard. so yeah. it's just like just if you can just at least be okay person to be around yeah. on, and just that's you a know, big part facil- of it I, I, I don't it, that goes for miles man there's too many uh, different variables depending on yeah. the situation but it's like being yeah, in just, a band man people can bring their own stuff like not everybody can show up early and do sound but they're a good rapper or they're a good beat maker and that's hard it's like being in a band that's the hard part to handle it's like if you're doing a huge part of the workload and a lot of the other dudes are getting credit it sucks like it makes you feel a certain way but at the same time everyone's bringing something different to the table so that's a hard it's like a hardship to deal with i think that's like why everyone starts bands when they're like in high school and they break up because like nobody you, nobody wants to like acknowledge that part they're like i'm doing all the fucking work bro you know and what you really need to remember is like everybody has their own like value oh yeah even you if gotta, it's a lot of people don't like to mix business with pleasure but if you want the the band to work it's it's a team yeah, and like, and even if it's, you don't want to think of it as like a job, but even a team has like 
a manager or so-and-so that's in charge yeah. of each little thing. And mm-hmm. it's – a lot of people get weird about thinking about things like that. But yeah. it's just – I don't know. Like if you really care and you want to make this worth the time, mm-hmm. then just accept your role. If you yeah, don't want to yeah, have yeah, a role, yeah. that's cool too. Yeah. But then, you know, don't complain about certain things that that's you're not helping contribute part. to. Yep. The hard parts too is like every – it's – Rap is very ego driven, and like that's if you have like a team, you have to deal with five or six completely different egos and personalities. And what will offend one person won't offend another. What one person wants to do isn't what they're good at, yeah. And it's just hard, it's hard to like manage something like that. And I've never really wanted to be in charge of something like that, and I kind of am guy <laughs> with DKFG. And all I really wanted was a loose affiliated crew, and like we could do stuff together. And we have been, and it's been working out. And it's like all my homies, most who live in Trenton now. Cody's part of it. He always was. And uh, But, like, you know, the less we care, the better it works out. But as soon as we have to do something, like we just did art all night together, like five of us, and that's a big thing in Trenton. It? it was awesome. But the whole time, it's like a nightmare. It's like one dude says he doesn't want to do it, and then the day he gets the day of, he'll do it. Other guys are upset that it's like they have a little hassle. So, again, I'm like, dude, this is like a big fucking deal. This yeah. is for as far as Trenton goes. This is like the best thing of the year. It's uh-huh. cool that we even get to rap at it. Yeah. You couldn't even rap there like a year ago. So it's cool that we got we got like an hour set. It's cool we got some recognition for the shit we do. So yeah. that was cool. So, But it's like, for, and then it's frustrating for someone who like, I've been doing this a long time, you know, like rap, just rapping alone about a decade before I was in bands, you know, and uh, it's like, so you work, do all this work to get there and then some dudes are new and they're bitching and it's like, bro, you've been here a year. What the fuck yeah. are you talking about, man? Yeah, but, but then, and then it works out fine though. You just got to remember, like if it pays off, fuck it, fuck it. It's like a good relationship. It's not about like, you didn't do this. It's about like what you did do. You yeah, know? I don't think like seniority means shit in the music scene. Yeah, it doesn't. It really doesn't. Even if you're, if you're all, even if you need to. If you're all to. playing the same <laughs> venue, if you're all in the same basement of the same house, yeah. then you're on the same level. Yeah, it doesn't it matter doesn't. if someone's been doing it for a decade or someone's been doing it for a month. You're all there. You're yeah, in the same place. should go where respect is due, whether it's like a new talent or someone old who's been helping maintain it together. Yeah. And I think we got a lot of that in Trenton and everywhere I visit that has any kind of DIY. I think if it's working, people kind of understand that. But you also get the same gripes, which is kind of funny, the same drama. But I kind of feel like people need that. Like there's like... There's like shit talking and there's like people just venting. Like me and all my friends, we all we do is talk shit about each other. That's how you know we're really good friends. It's like we really just bash <laughs> each other. They'd like not care if anyone finds out. Like, yeah, I called you a piece of shit. You're acting like a fucking piece of shit. I don't care. Like, yeah, me and Griffin do that all the time. He's the bus driver on the store. And like, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, yeah, that's like how a family works. It's like you don't pick your family. So if you have like a DIY scene, you can't always pick your family. It's better to work together though. Yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah, we're still I think okay, we're, we're, we're running, rolling. Running here. Yeah, we're having the police have been called on the show and And as as you could tell since you've been listening to this for the past uh, half hour or whatever it's been it's been really crazy here. Yeah, it's been nuts. Things are things are going super Fist wild and fireballs and naked dudes everywhere. <laughs> I haven't been able to. It's been a little too much for me to handle. Honestly, I'm happy the cops are coming. I was feeling unsafe. Yeah, I. Uh, 
Yeah, no, this is the least rowdy thing I've ever been a part of where <laughs> any kind of police need to come. So we can. Uh, yeah, it's just. It's literally like tw- not even 20 people hanging out right now. Well, I guess earlier in the conversation, we talked about the, the how this is a like a up and coming neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. think that if there's some older people that have been living in the area for a while, they're not used to seeing all these young people going into any a house. Of, What's going on? Any kind of gathering. Yeah. It's just, it means curtains for their way of life. Or yeah, whatever. A bunch of, bunch of youngsters with yep. tattoos yep. and holes in their sneakers. What kind, what kind of flop house is across the street? You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even, yeah, I've seriously been like lighting, lighting houses on fire and not had <laughs> cops called on me as fast as that happened here. Wow. It's nuts. Uh, you know, whatever. What are you going to do? We can just keep on podcasting. Yeah, just going to keep on podcasting. Keep on. You, think they'll, you think they'll break up the cast? The man can't stop us. Fucking free the airwaves. <laughs> 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 Fucking Christian Slater over here. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> yeah man. Uh, we're, yeah. We're, we're certainly... Uh, off course. I don't, yep. I don't even know where we were yep. at or what happened or we got, we got nothing what we now. were talking about. But uh, just DIY. The, the overall, yeah, DIY. Drama and different scene. People leaving their scenes. Uh, yes. yeah. People always getting the wanderlust. People want to go to LA or New York where I always feel like it's super oversaturated. But sometimes talent shines through. Right time, right place. Uh, I think the thing that a lot of people neglect, a lot of the people that especially that say that kind of shit, yeah. is, well, this is what I was going to say, is that no matter where you are, you still have to work. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, if you're just sitting here not doing shit but complaining, yeah. if you fuck, I know damn well, you go to LA or you go to Portland, yeah. you're going to be doing the same fucking thing there. It's just, you're yeah. just going to look a lot cooler to the people at home. And then a lot of that shit, it's like, yeah, a lot of those people, I feel like if they're really super negative and they're not into the community where they are, and not not everybody, because I have some good friends who've moved and had sec- have like good success. But oh, like, yeah, definitely, yeah, all those areas are so fucking expensive to live in, and like not all of us can like move out there on yeah. our parents' dime or whatever. You know, no offense to people who do. Like, I'm not mad at them for it. But like, you know, you can't, it's super fucking expensive to live in LA or New York and Portland from what I understand is, is going that way too. I think uh, it's just, it boils down to, I think a lot of people don't know what they want. Yeah. So they're just searching for it, waiting for something to come to them. What's really hard. There's no real handbook. There's no super right way to do anything. So it's all about, you kind of have to like, it's hard. For me, it's constantly like second guessing my choices. So I guess it's hard jumping back and forth. So if you make a choice to move to a major city, you're kind of being proactive. You've made that leap for some people that they can barely make the leap to even go to an open mic, you know, as they'll move to LA. So it's, yeah, I mean, some people definitely are already, you know, pushing really, really hard where they're at. Then they move and they continue to push hard and that's the way to do it. Yeah. But usually those people aren't sitting around talking shit about, I need to get out of here. They just, one day you run into them and they're like, Oh yeah, by the way, I'm moving. Yeah. And then I feel like a lot of people get on and you, and you hear about, they're like, this guy's from Iowa. And it's like, yeah, just worked his ass off. Maybe he traveled, but like it's, he worked his ass off for his hometown. And then Maybe someone in LA got wind of them, got them on something good, or something. You know, I don't. I always see like the people I like the most. It always seems like 
they came from somewhere that isn't mm -hmm. the place to be, the hot spot that you migrate to. And that always, to, whenever someone wanted to move, it always seemed to me like you could do the same thing from anywhere, especially with the internet now. And fucking 10 years ago, having the same conversation, we didn't even have that. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know. I think that, you know, just for me personally, and I talk about this with people sometimes, and sometimes they look at me like I'm fucking crazy. I'm just like, there's more to the world than me or my fucking art yeah and like i'm more concerned with just trying to be like wake up happy every day yeah than worry about if everybody knows about my fucking rap songs yeah. or some shit you know it's like if i'm in a good place and like like i like my house i like my job i like the people in my life like i'm creating shit every day yeah like that's i'm in a good place it's like what are you ultimately working for like what yeah, are you, what's yeah. the end goal yeah and that's the line too a lot of like, people like don't seem to have that end goal like they don't even know what they want yeah yeah sometimes i don't even feel like i have an end goal you know but it's like i feel like i have to even when i want to stop i keep creating stuff so like that's my my problem so at the end of the day i've always told my friends is like be happy where you are but always keep moving forward oh yeah so i feel like you know, all the same thing, like I've been sober for almost a year and I feel like that's moved me my momentum a lot. That way I make realistic goals and I achieve them in a few months. Yeah. And I keep moving forward with that. And this tour is one of those things and I'm touring on the EP I just put out. And then in, I have a full length out this summer or by the end of summer, probably I'm sitting on it. I'm just trying to do it right. And that'll be another tour. And it's just like, and then where, from there, where do I go? And I was thinking the same thing, not like moving for rap or for like comedy or acting which i'm starting to get into or anything like that yeah at an old age you know but like <laughs> more of just traveling to do it and without those pressures and yeah. like and do that secondary almost you know and like and i feel like that's that's a healthy outlook to have especially later in the game like this it's not like i'm gonna blow up tomorrow you know off off some shit i've been doing for a decade so i don't know i'm just uh and then like a lot of dudes like they have a kids at like 22 or something and they still do the entertainment and they're working yeah. jobs and it's rough and I never did any of that. So all that shit's on my horizon, like whether I want to any kind of family or do I travel with someone I care about or alone? Eh, these are things I've been thinking a lot about in the last fucking 14,000 days on tour. <laughs> <laughs> the, you know, the, uh, it seems like, a lot of my creative friends have this issue like they're always moving forward pushing 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 and nobody yeah. ever takes the time to just like step back and actually enjoy where they are yeah it's like all the, it's like they're just not living in the moment they're and then, con consistently living in the future and then you're reminiscing over how cool 10 years ago was yeah, and, and but you know, while you were there it wasn't that cool at all you no. were looking for the next thing to yeah be cool. i think about that in trenton a lot like house shows in new brunswick and shit like 10 years ago it was fucking 200 people downstairs and i'm just going uh whatever this is lame when am i going on tour and now like <laughs> if i have a great night in Trenton or a bad night i'm like yeah. man remember when this was like every day and like i just took it for granted like so that's another thing with my life now it's just like don't take shit for granted try not to ever yeah, enjoy the moments that you get yeah, for sure enjoy it all find the best in everything because there's no reason not to. <laughs> really, that's the biggest problem. Be just negative enough for quality control and then find the best well, everywhere. It, it, it goes back to that thing. Nobody cares as much as you do. Yeah, exactly. So it's so easy to beat yourself up to, an, to a point yeah. that it's just like, 
like it's craziness. It's like you're your own worst enemy. Not to like use a cliche. No, but yeah, it's just you're like the only a, one in your brain. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's 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 hard to remember that too, and it's hard to like internalize different shit from different people and accept which thing is like for you and which thing isn't. And that's another thing with like the big decisions you make in your life. Yeah. And at the end of the day, right or wrong, it's for you. Like it's for you to make these choices, not for anybody else. So it's it's all. It's all one big thing. It's like whether you do DIY rap or like fucking IT work. You know what I mean? It's all the same kind of fucking decisions you have to make at the end of the day. And I think it's really depressing and earth shattering for some people. And other people <laughs> can actually see it as an opportunity every day. And it's really hard. Yeah, I think it's just depressing for the people that want to be a part of the community but don't actually have anything to contribute. Yeah. And I think it could be... Uh, I think that bothers some people. Nobody wants they, to they, be a fan, you yeah. know, either. They all want to be on the other side of it, especially which nothing's wrong rad. with that. Yeah, especially if it's that. <laughs> 40 dudes on stage to an empty room <laughs> every fucking night, man. It's the only genre yeah. where, like, this crowd's completely reversed. Yeah. <laughs> crowd's on stage, room's one guy. That's fucking incredible. That's really fucking funny. <laughs> oh, shit. Um,. I think we'll probably wrap this up. You know, I'm feeling cool, pretty man. good about this. I feel like we could keep going, but we're not really in the environment. This is like some fucking hostile podcasting, man. This yeah. is gorilla shit. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. Wild. Definitely just out salute of, to you, man. Out of a straight case. In the trenches, man. Look fucking out doing I, it. I wouldn't get shit done if you didn't do it this Anyone way. Anyone can podcast from the comfort of their garage. Mark Marin. <laughs> yeah. Sykes is really out here. He, he's done episodes in the field. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Especially some of the early ones. I don't listen to anything. I can't talk. I don't know, <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm doing at all. But, uh, yeah, man, salute to you for coming out to the show and doing it, especially in the yard and then walking around the neighborhood. And now we're in the uh, crowded porch. Dude, I've done some. The cops are coming. <laughs> wild, wild shit with this thing. So it's just this is nothing. Yeah, man. But uh, yeah, I'm going to do my outro and then we'll do our shout outs and sort of uh, promo stuff. You can tell the people what you want to talk about. Cool. All right. So I'm going to do that right now. All right. Smile for the camera. No, it's, like it's just supposed to be more natural. <laughs> um, so uh, how, I, this is like my 140th episode. And I always forget how this wow. goes. Uh, I got it. And that's all, folks. Thanks so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. Thanks again to Ray Strike for, you know, taking the time to do this on his busy day in Pittsburgh, seeing Spider-Man and <laughs> swinging from buildings on yes. webs and whatever else you've been doing while you were here. It's rap show to rap show. It's a good skyline for it here. Yeah, so you yeah. should... <laughs> and, uh, yeah, as always, I'll be back again next week with another new episode. If uh, you are new to me and new to the show, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all at The Real Sykes. Uh, the podcast is available on iTunes and Stitcher and all that other stuff. And uh, yeah, Ray, you want to let the people know where to find you? Yeah, yeah. You, If you Google Raymond Strife, I'm pretty much the only thing that comes up. Hit my YouTube channel because I always have a million things that nobody's looking at that are awesome. Uh, yeah, RaymondStrife.Bandcamp's the most... Easy way. All the new stuff will be up on every format, though, at some point. But a uh, full length called Go for the Gusto is coming out. Cap City Records, DKFG, that'll be out at the end of the summer. I'll be touring on it on the West Coast in November, down to Mexico with my man Juicy Carcass. 
Uh, right now, the EP, I Will Never Be Beautiful, that's out on No Less Records. For physical copies, you can also get it on my Bandcamp, RaymondStrife.Bandcamp.com. You go to my Raymond Strife SoundCloud, listen to whatever the fuck you want. I got old bands up there. A uh, new band I have coming out is called Over Everything. We're a negative, posy hardcore band. <laughs> Tough guy shit, so that should be out. So I'm hoping that'll be out, a record will be out by fall with that too. A bunch of aging punks from Trenton. So yeah, Raymond Strife, anything. I'm the only dude who comes up. Nice. Um, fuck it. I like it. I like you, buddy. Thanks for having me. <laughs> All right. And uh, that's it. I'll be back again next week with another episode. Same time, same place, same channel. You know the drill. My name is Sykes. Start the beat. 2017. Woo! Get him. Give him your best whoop whoop. Woo! 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 That's, that might be I the best an, one ever. I did an extra one. I got nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks.